Welcome to the Greenwich Means Business podcast. Welcome back to Greenwich Means Business podcast. Today's episode is focused on well-being and mental health, and we're joined by Neela, who is one of our Greenwich Student Union officers. We'll be exploring how to keep a positive mindset during stressful periods and also drawing, up, drawing upon our personal experiences. Just a note to say we aren't professionally trained in dealing with well-being and mental health. We're just drawing upon our own experiences. So I'll pass, pass on over if you want Thank to introduce you. yourself. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So my name is Neela. As you already said, I'm one of the GSU officers at Greenwich Students' Union, which means I'm one of four elected representatives um, to represent and lead the Greenwich Students' Union um, alongside with Attica, who's already been on the podcast, and Jabed and Zoe. And my work mainly focuses on education policy, mental health and well-being and liberation. So kind of any kinds of campaign that the Students' Union runs or that students want to run or that different faculties want to run that fall into that remit. Um, I'm the person that they go to and work with. Amazing. That's why I picked you because you you're all know about well-being and mental health. So <laughs> hopefully this will be a good topic and we can get into some interesting discussions. Um, so yeah, as most students know, or most students, most listeners know, managing university life can be really stressful over the years. Um, so from preparing for assignments to meeting deadlines, revising exams, there's so many ways you can feel anxious and stressed. Also, students like yourself are juggling jobs, family, other commitments alongside their studies. So we just wanted today to look at how students can balance the dem- demands of studying with their many other commitments in their life, um, as well as looking after their mental health and their well-being, because as we know, it's really important. So I'll get stuck straight into the questions. So the first one I want to ask is, do you have any advice for students on balancing their studies as well as all the other commitments they have in their lives? And from a personal experience, how do you yourself do that? Yeah, so obviously, as you already said, it sometimes gets really tough to to do that. And all of us who are currently at university, I've been to university, know that it can get really, really stressful at times, particularly when you're in an exam period or in a period when you have lots of deadlines. So it's not always easy. I think it's kind of important to admit that. And um, yeah, also give yourself a break sometimes. Like sometimes some things will fall through. Sometimes, you know, that one assignment will not be as good as you hoped or you will be kind of 10 minutes late for work or something like that. And um, I think first of all, it's important to not beat yourself up when that happens and kind of give yourself a break and remind yourself that you are kind of juggling different commitments yeah. and different responsibilities and that that is not always easy. Yeah, give and yourself some credit. Exactly. Doing so much. Yeah. Give yourself some credit and also give yourself a break. 100%. Um, because we're much better at giving kind of other people breaks. Like we're so nice to our friends. Like we would never kind of say to our friends if they mess up an assignment because they were working all night before that they're a bad person or that they're a lazy person or something. But we give ourselves so much negative yeah. self-talk. We're our own harshest critic. Yeah, and exactly. we need to beat that stigma and kind of be kinder to ourselves. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree. Like one of the best kind of advices I've ever heard is that you should talk to yourself like you would talk to your best friend and um, yeah to kind of 
tone down that negative self-talk because yeah as you said we are our own worst critics so yeah that's such a good piece of advice as well yeah that's what I thought when I first heard it It, I didn't come up with it unfortunately but (laughs) it's like it's so true you wouldn't speak to your family in a way that sometimes you speak to yourself or like you're not like rude or harsh to your family or your friends if they've messed up you're like it's okay on to the next it's fine but when it's yourself it can be like just the end of the world like you're just so upset but yeah we need to give ourselves some credit and just make sure that we're looking after ourselves and we all make mistakes we're all human no one's perfect what always helped me is kind of when I knew when my deadlines were coming up for example and I had um, a lot of deadlines kind of consecutively after one another for a few weeks or something I would make myself like a plan so I would plan out okay this is when I have this assignment this is the days that I'll study this is where I'll start um, doing this assignment because that helps me kind of having a plan and knowing what I do um, for the next kind of two three weeks um, in terms of studying and writing my assignments and juggle all my other responsibilities um, that really helps me Um, people are obviously different people kind of some people feel constricted by plans but personally um, yeah it's really helped me to kind of make a detailed plan of kind of the commitments I have and everything that I need to do definitely but I think it's also important to kind of plan in breaks so you know give yourself some downtime give yourself some downtime give yourself some time to you know whatever it is you like listen to some music have a nap go out um go for a run go to the gym see some friends um so kind of when you look at like your two three next week's planned out it's not all work and it's not all studying but it's also oh this time I have set aside for that friend this time I have set aside to do my workout so yeah because that all contributes to your well-being and your mental health without seeing friends or having time out exercising like training your mind to switch off you're not going to perform as well at university exactly you need to allow yourself that time yeah that's such good advice I think we've covered we've nailed that on the head (laughs) Um, I'll go on to the next question which is how can we combat the stigma of of asking for help when struggling so I know that some people find it hard to to kind of reach out to people because it, it could be embarrassing or they could feel like it's only them that feels like that way like I know I felt like that before so I just want to find out your opinion how do we combat that stigma and what services do the University of Greenwich provide what are available to us yeah so first of all I think it is very important to acknowledge that there is a stigma and um, that yeah the feeling of kind of feeling like you're the only person who's struggling or like it might be embarrassing is very real Um, and I think it's important to kind of keep in mind that that's not the case I know that like feels arbitrary to say when you're in that situation I've definitely felt like that before but keeping in mind that like most people are struggling more than you think and most people Mm -hmm. will kind of recognize your struggles when you share them and yeah that's why we have services at Greenwich University services at GSU that deal with that so you know if you were the only person who was struggling we wouldn't have these services and we have these services because there's other people who are struggling as well so We have some um, services available, such as the Student Wellbeing Service, which Mm -hmm. is run by the university, that is exactly for that. So, for example, I'm currently working with them on a campaign for Eating Disorder Awareness Week, so um, for mental mental illnesses. Um, We have University Mental Health Day coming up on the 3rd of March, which is a day kind of all around mental health at university and the students union and the university student well-being service are working closely together so it is 
good to reach out to them over email. That's kind of how they mostly interact. Um, Pre-COVID, you could book. Um, of course, yeah. You could just go there and kind of book an appointment in person. That's not possible so it's good to kind of reach out over email so the best way to do that is just google Greenwich University well-being service or if you're on Moodle or just your university portal just type well-being service in yeah. the search bar and that should come up yeah definitely I know that like you said before COVID you could go in and just see someone book an appointment now a lot of it's done online um, and we will be posting all the links and email addresses on our Instagram um, once you've listened so check out our instagram as well but if you did want to make an appointment you can go to gre.ac.uk forward slash support forward slash um, counseling um and i know we also have the together rule service do you know much about that or could you enlighten our listeners yeah so i haven't used it myself but i know that it's a digital service yeah. and you can actually use it when you're a student or when you have an offer from greenwich yeah, so exactly. you don't actually have to already be at university to be able to use it which is really really good because you know moving away from home for what is maybe the first time or kind of embarking on a university journey yeah. is obviously really exciting but it can be scary. really yeah and it, it is scary right mm-hmm. I mean we've all kind of been through it at least in you and I yeah. have and it is scary as exciting as it is so if you're kind of listening to this and you hope to be at Greenwich or you have an offer from Greenwich you can use the Together All service already and I think it is to help and support students with yes. all kinds of yeah these worries these anxieties that are really real exactly. but um, that can hopefully be resolved yeah there's that phrase isn't there that a problem shared is a problem halved yeah so if you sh- these services are here to help you if you want to share your worries share your fears share how scared you are or just about your mental health um, there are professionals available there to help you um, and it is a resource that's available 24-7 like we said even before you start with us so if you're worried about joining university um, this service is here for you and it's also an award winning service which is pretty cool <laughs> yeah, that's great um, and we also um, have a listening ears volunteers so while they're not trained counsellors just like how we're not trained counsellors they are um trained and dedicated staff members from across the whole university that provide informal and confidential support to all of our students. So um, any contact between the two of you will be confidential unless you ask for it to be shared or to be taken any further. So um, again, it's an amazing service that um, is utilised across the university and people might not hear about it, but it's definitely something we want to make sure students know about. So another question I wanted to ask you, what would you say signs of someone struggling so for example if you had a friend that you thought I want to look out for them like are they okay would you are there any signs that you would think or like warning signals warning signs from your experience yeah I do think so so it is often kind of hard to spot these things obviously because people are like at least myself in the past I've kind of made a great effort to hide it when I was struggling but I do think there are warning signs so for some as an example, um, if people are like not going out anymore, kind of becoming more introverted, yeah. saying no when you kind of extend an invitation, if that's or the opposite, if someone's usually an introvert and becoming an extrovert and completely switching their personality, that could also be a sign. Yeah, exactly. So it obviously depends on the personality, yeah, but like one, I would say one extreme or the other extreme yeah. is usually exactly. a sign that something is not well yeah um because people do kind of either 
isolate themselves mm-hmm. or use like going out, being active, working a lot, working out a lot, kind yeah. of as a coping mechanism. Um, to distract to, from the issue, the problems they might be facing in their exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. So they don't kind of have to deal with the issue at mm-hmm. hand. I've definitely used work in the past as a coping mechanism. So yeah. I was working longer hours than usual. I was not really taking breaks throughout the day. So that is something that you can notice if, something, if someone is either isolating themselves or overworking themselves or working out all the time or yeah. going out all the time, kind of drinking more, maybe consuming drugs, something yeah. like that. Um, when that's not usually kind of yeah. their personality. That Anything that's out of character. Yeah, them. it can be definitely a coping mechanism. Yeah. Um, I think if someone is like irritable, like if someone becomes aggressive, that is often a sign that something is wrong, that they're not feeling well. Yeah. Um, it can be, you know, they just had a bad night, like they didn't sleep well or they're just having a bad day and... You kind of ask them a question and they're annoyed. Um, but if it's continuous. Yeah, exactly. Like, or yeah. if it's like not really, if you can't like point it to something, like if that person doesn't come in and it's like, oh, I've had like a horrible night, I haven't mm-hmm. slept, maybe like that's an explanation. But if it goes on or if you don't really see why that yeah. is happening, it can definitely be a warning sign. I think, yeah, if someone is mentioning that they're sleep, that they're not sleeping well, mm-hmm or that they're sleeping like very long amounts of time that yeah. can be a sign for um, mental health problems yeah. especially people with depression often sleep like longer than we would say is normal mm-hmm. so kind of sleeping long during the day um sleeping long during the night kind of yeah. extended rest periods um not going out yeah, yeah and it's definitely like definitely important to like if you're close to that person to to be obviously careful and sensitive because you don't that you might not know what that person's going through, but definitely just as a be like a listening ear and be like, are you okay? Like, do you want to do you want to chat? Let's go for coffee or a tea and let's have a conversation. Like, I want to make sure you're okay and raise things like that in a very sensitive manner. Um, obviously, it's there's a fine line and you don't want to overstep your boundaries or anything like that. But like, it's important to always look out for your friends and your family and to make sure everyone's okay. Just like you said. You want to treat people how you'd want to be treated. So if you were going through something, you'd think it'd be nice for someone to just notice and reach out because, yeah, it could be anything to do with mental health, depression, anxiety. And like we said, it's hard to kind of face that yourself. So having someone that you can trust and be there for you is is really important. And that's why we do have these services. But also if you're not comfortable talking to like people because it's quite daunting just talk to your friends or your family because they've got your best interest at heart yeah definitely definitely. um so and it's not just about mental health um like we've been talking about but also well-being as a whole so i just wanted to ask you if you knew what services are offered for students with maybe a disability or a learning difficulty because it could be quite isolating and worrying to come to university if you don't know what services are available for those kind of things Absolutely. So we have a really good initiative uh, called START at Greenwich and START is a disability and diversity focused initiative that provides support for disabled students or students who have a long term health condition that also includes mental health condition and um, learning disabilities and they kind of provoke, sorry, they kind of provide 
um, guidance and support for those students and it's both future and current students so again if anyone's listening who um, has their offer and is already keen to come to university but has a disability or an impairment and they can also use START they are very active on Facebook so that's probably um, other than the university website the best way to interact with them yeah. and um, they also employ students as student well-being officers on campus who offer kind of regular help um, so if you have questions um, about the service as a whole or well-being at university or being a disabled student at your university um, you're also free to speak to them in person yeah and they can give their personal experience yeah, exactly. how they dealt with it and that it's a safe space and it's a safe community and there's such a wide variety of people at Greenwich as it is that it just makes you feel like more comfortable and like you said you can either um, look look it up on google by um, searching s-t-a-a-r-t um, university of greenwich or um, like we said check them out on facebook and then the final question we're going to ask that we've kind of prepared um, is this one and then we're going to go on to a bit of a Q&A section from our listeners through Instagram so final one is what would you say I know we already touched on this but what would you say the culture at Greenwich is like like how is it helpful to students needing support do you think it's supportive do you think that it needs work like what would you say in your opinion I think the culture around well-being and mental health support is really good at Greenwich. Um, we have a lot of services kind of like START or the well-being team or generally the student support services who are, it's their job to help Greenwich students, they do nothing else. Yeah. So that's really kind of good to know that there is a place to, to go to and for students to talk to. Um, the Students Union, so where I work, is also, we are there to represent and support students yeah. and students can also come to us with kind of mental health or well-being concerns and we can support them. So generally the, the culture at Greenwich is really supportive, really helpful, really kind of conscious of mental health concerns, both on the support staff side and the academic staff side. I personally have almost exclusively made positive experiences and everyone I know has almost exclusively made positive experiences. So Amazing. That's really, really good, good to know. It's really promising for listeners to know that it is helpful and the culture is amazing and yeah we need to take that stigma out of it because everyone struggles and maybe on different scales and different levels but you've just got to know that at Greenwich we have services and a range of services so we have professional services where like you said it's their job but you also have students who are giving their opinion and their advice and giving their experiences just like what we're doing today we're giving our experience of how we've dealt with mental health issues and our well-being um so yeah I think it's amazing and don't be afraid to reach out. Like I said, we've got um, support pages on our website, which is gre.ac.uk slash support. And everything we've spoke about today is on there. So you can, if you're more of a visual learner, you can go and read about it. Um, and then finally, we're just going to do our Q&A section, which like I said, it's um, some questions from, from our Instagram account from listeners of the podcast. So one thing that's quite a personal question, but what is one thing you do every day or regularly every week maybe to maintain your well-being? Um, I think going outside every day is really yeah. important. Fresh air. Um, fresh air, definitely. Like it, it is like the one thing that people always tell you to kind of do for your mental health. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, just go for a walk. And sometimes it's, it's annoying. But, if it's um, raining. <laughs> yeah, it is because it's always the number one thing that people say, but it helps. Like it it's does. magic. Like on honestly like when I have a really really bad mental health day it is sometimes um 
kind of hard to go out and I just kind of want to stay in bed or I would just want to stay on the sofa but I do really try to force myself to go out even if it's just for 10 minutes you know yeah. kind of Greenwich Park if you're local to Greenwich is like such a beautiful location mm -hmm. um, and you can just have a spin there's always dogs around yeah. you know having fun <laughs> dogs so that's make great everything better. <laughs> exactly dogs make everything better and then I don't know you can kind of um, reward yourself uh, for going out by you know getting a nice coffee on the way or yeah. just like sitting down listening to your favorite music mm -hmm. so I think going out every day for a little walk even if you don't feel like it really does wonders yeah. to your mental health definitely one of my new year's I don't like the word new year's resolutions but I do like ambitions and goals and one of them was to just like walk more because like working from an office or working from home or studying from home or whatever you find yourself you haven't moved and it's, it's not good you need to move your body because it helps your brain and it helps stay engaged and stay active so I definitely agree that's one thing I do if I'm kind of to try and maintain my well-being um kind of on a similar similar note what would you do if you're having just like one day out of the blue you're having a really bad mental health day is there anything you do personally to help with like that stress or your mental health so for me personally I love listening to like funny podcasts because then I can laugh and I might not have laughed for a couple of days or I might not have had a really engaging conversation. So you listen to a podcast or you watch a TV show that makes you laugh and it just, like laughing is like medicine to me. Um, so is there anything specifically that's maybe a bit rogue that you do? Like do you make a certain meal or um, do you play any board games or anything like that? Yeah, so I think first of all, kind of, as we already said, kind of trying to give yourself a break mm -hmm. and kind of telling yourself, you know, um, people have bad mental health days and you're allowed to have bad mental health mm -hmm. days as well. Um, so I'm trying to kind of give myself a little bit of a break, but I definitely have those kind of certain podcasts or shows that yeah. I listen to or that I watch that either make me laugh or just comfort me because, yeah. you know, I've seen them a couple of times, like I don't have to think about it. Yeah, um, yeah kind of hot beverages do wonders, you know, just like making a tea or coffee. Yeah. It's just nice because it warms you, it makes you feel like a bit full. Um, having meals that you like, kind of simple meals because you don't really want to kind of have to cook or something, but like having simple meals, nutritious meals, mm -hmm. stuff that you like, like pasta or a bagel or whatever, you know, yeah. it, it is you prefer. And yeah, kind of taking care of yourself consciously, like, you know, like you would with a friend if a friend was to call yeah. you up and say, hey, um, I'm having a really bad day, like, can you come over? I mean, your your impulse would probably be, you know, bring some chocolate, yeah, yeah. make some food, distract them. Like, that impulse is right, and you should kind of do the same things do with yourself. yourselves because you're responsible yeah. to take care of yourself even on the really bad days. Um, so, yeah. Definitely amazing. Um, and then the final question is quite a personal one from one of our listeners, and they're basically saying that they struggle to fall asleep at night because their mind is too loud like too muddled what what should I do um do you have any advice on that yeah I definitely do because I struggle with sleep quite a lot like it used to be uh, much worse but I still have days where I can't fall asleep or where yeah. I am um, kind of wake up in the night so um it helps to kind of limit your caffeine intake um, yeah. throughout the day if you're like a big coffee or a tea drinker which I am but I don't really have it in the afternoon anymore because even if I don't think it kind of messes up my sleep, it, it does yeah. because it stays in your body. Like even if you kind of don't feel the awakeness that you have after yeah. having a coffee, it, it 
it takes time to kind of leave your body um, and it's the same with alcohol so if you're someone who likes to drink I, I definitely do but I don't really get like drunk anymore unless you know I go out with my friends and I know yeah. I have like the next day yeah. off like totally cool that's also important for your mental health mm-hmm. you know just letting it out sometimes mm-hmm. is really good but yeah limiting that as well as um kind of not being um on your phone so much before yeah, you go to sleep down. wind down it's called sleep hygiene um oh, so yeah, if you yeah so if you google sleep hygiene you can find a lot of tips and oh. you know it always says things like put your phone down yeah. for like an hour before you go to sleep um what helps me is like read a book i was just about to say that yeah reading a book instead is really good that's also what i do when i wake up in the middle of the night um i kind of get out of bed and read a book like i I sit on the sofa kind of leave my bed and then i can't fall asleep kind of after half an hour whereas you know if i'm on my phone and i'm on social media like it just makes your brain feel awake and then it kind of takes hours um, so that's really important. It, it can sometimes help to, if you have kind of your mind racing, it can sometimes help to just jot down what you're thinking. Yeah. So like having a small journal kind of next to your bed or like journaling before you go to bed to kind of get it out. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't have to deal with the, with your thoughts right then and there because you want to go to sleep, but you're not losing them. Like you can deal yeah. with them. You're just putting them aside. Um, so that can help as well definitely I think especially for this person saying their mind is too loud writing those things that are making your mind too loud maybe writing them down like say even before you go to bed or as soon as you wake up or something like that can just help you kind of release it and put it in a box and then you can deal with it when you when you feel a bit more stable when you feel more refreshed maybe because you've had more sleep um personally like you said like I try and limit like caffeine and stuff but also like doing forms of exercise if I found like I haven't exercised for a a couple of days like I can struggle to sleep because it, it's just I don't know what it is it's just harder I feel like exercise doesn't just exercise your body it exercises your mind and it's Definitely so good for your mental yeah. health um I know some friends do things like yoga and like meditation yeah I love yoga yeah it's even before really cool. they go to bed or in the morning first mm. thing so I mean it's something that you might not have thought of but it's something you could try because there's always different avenues um and there's so many apps these days i know we said don't go on your phone but maybe in the morning or something there's apps for like mindfulness and stuff so if you're like a beginner to meditation and yoga and mindfulness they're a good way to maybe start if that's what you feel like you want to go down that path um but yeah i think writing down your thoughts and feelings reading a book instead of being on your phone um yeah, I think we've covered all bases. I yeah. mean, that's how I deal with it. And yeah, some light exercise, yeah. kind of trying to calm yourself down. But yeah, if you want to know more about it, this whole concept is called sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene. So um, yeah, if you Google that, there's yeah. like whole books I'm on Google it. That later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually really helpful because a lot of um, stuff kind of rails us up mentally without yeah. us realizing, yeah, like social exactly. media, for example, um, or just reading the news before bed. Yeah. Like even if you don't think it's distressing you like your mind is then kind of switched on again and yeah. kind of ready to and go things are going bad like especially with covid and stuff like if that's a thing that you're seeing on the news right before bed if you're a worry, yeah absolutely if, you, if your mind races and you worry that's probably not the best thing to exactly. see or read or watch before bed because your mind then won't switch off yeah and sometimes you need to just think about something else like and not think about what's going on right now absolutely yeah, yeah. No, I agree, definitely. Amazing. Well, that's everything that we've 
like what was discussed, I feel like we've covered a lot there. So I hope it wasn't too much and everyone actually understood everything we said. But like I said before, any um, resources and websites and Facebook accounts and stuff like that that we've mentioned will be on our Instagram stories. And we've also got a um, highlight, of a podcast highlight. So um, you can check us out on Instagram, which is GRE Business. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on to our thank podcast. You for it's me. been such a pleasure and I feel like you were the perfect person to have on here. Thank you. Um, and we've kind of, yeah, we've said everything we need to say. And um, if anyone have, has any questions, they can um, contact us on our um, Instagram account. Um, and you're here as a as a, an, an officer as well, so they can contact you as well. Um, Absolutely. I do just want to say, if you are struggling at all or feel this podcast has made you realise that you're struggling or made you realise that you need support, um, you can find all the services mentioned on our website if you just find the support page. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to never miss an episode.